I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, everybody, we're back. Episode 50, returning not post-pandemic, but post-hopefully the worst of the pandemic. Oh, don't say that. No, yeah. you're right. I'm cheeks at everything. Oh. Literally knock on our very nice oh table. My God, wood yeah. table. So it's been a while. And and for those of you who are listening to this podcast for the first time, you won't know that. <laughs> You'll just see episode 49 leading lead into yeah. episode 50. And, and there'll be a year and a half break. Yeah. And, and the reason for it to anybody who lived through it will be obvious. Um, COVID and... And we all, all our entire world here at RPGFS was thrown into the meat grinder. It, everything went wrong for all of us. Um, and coming out of it, we can now count ourselves incredibly lucky. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the grand scheme of things. But it was stressful and took up a lot of our energy, including creative energy, that we just weren't able to put into the podcast. So for everybody who is excited that we're back and everybody who missed us, we are both sorry and grateful for you. This is thank you such a big deal. Also, we we're glad you made it through too to yes. listen to this big Hooray. time. Yeah. Even if you're in the hospital right now for COVID and you're listening to this as a way to as a way to cope, we're we, rooting for you. Baby. We appreciate you. You yeah. better live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got dumb stuff to tell you. Exactly. There's a lot of dice to roll when you get out. So as always, and gratefully. I am your host, Joshua LaForge, and I'm here today with Max hey, and Liam. I'm also grateful, but also winking. Ooh. You can, I hope you can hear that through the audio. And can we get a drum roll? <laughs> Doug is here. Doug. Oh, I missed you so much. Doug. But also, let's give it up. We got the four homebrew hombres. In All four hombres. Yeah. The same table. Yeah. In in person, no less. Yeah, a thing that six months ago seemed like a pipe dream that would never occur. As we, I don't know, chew our way through whatever basement we've been living in. <laughs> I never thought of hanging out with my friends in a room as a luxury. Oh, it until was, now, it was a requirement. Yep. It was a thing that I depended on to feel sane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the things we had to do to feel sane over. <laughs> COVID. One of my big things is is I have a son. He he was in kindergarten and it all had to be done virtual and it all had to be done live, which is absolutely absurd. It should have been recorded instructions, but our school district is run by morons, as is most school districts yeah, all and, across the world, and probably. Made painfully obvious by every school board meeting I, I tune into wondering how they're going to handle mask mandates and we may general <laughs> general safety it's 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 nonsense but uh I, I will say if if for some reason you don't think this thing is real or worse than the flu everything we're about to say is probably not gonna jive with you 
So uh, I would say I'm sorry, except for your kind of why we, it took this long. So I blame yep. you as well. Yes. Um, wear your fucking mask. Let us keep recording this. Get vaccinated. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Gabriel. Yeah. Peter Gabriel? Oh. Are we blaming you, Pre- Before Peter we, Gabriel? Hey, let's not cast aspersions. We don't know his stance on masks. Sledgehammers and sledgehammers are alone of what I know about him. <laughs> Speaking of sledgehammers, that Nightmare on Elm Street got a little home alone-y. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know? It, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was like, am I watching Home Alone? <laughs> the the uh, second one. No, not the second. No, the new one. The new one gets way more Home okay. alone But, yeah. What about you, Max? <laughs> um, basically, ignoring all my hobbies, um, watching terrible YouTube videos for a year and a half. Oh, yeah. It's been a nightmare. The thing I didn't, I didn't address mm-hmm. that you have yeah. very clearly book, uh, brought up mm-hmm. is the nonstop crushing dread. Yeah. That we all kind of went through. <laughs> A lot of my hobbies were um, social, or at least in most the most part, but just don't feel like reading or doing anything. Terrible, terrible outside world. We are. We feel like we're on the backside of it now. Yep. Oh, yeah. Time may prove us to be very stupid, but... Mm-hmm. I hope there's no Greek letters past Delta. <laughs> <laughs> there definitely isn't. Good. Team Zeta, baby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What about what, you, Liam? What could Zeta possibly uh, be? <laughs> what could Zeta? Uh, yeah, dealing with a lot of the same things, giving up hobbies. A lot of my week was structured around recording this podcast and playing in a bunch of bands and going to live shows. I would go like a hundred a year, and then suddenly that stopped all at once. And I actually I went to the my first one in a year and a half, like two weeks ago, and I was like. Holy crap, did I miss this? This was like it is a a mental and physical release that I I didn't realize how was essential to my personal well-being until it was gone. And when it was gone, I didn't think about it and as soon as it was back, I was like, "Oh, I feel like mm-hmm. me again for the first time in a year and a half." Doing this feels very similar. But I did I did a bunch of 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 social interaction during the pandemic with my family and Got super into Discord. Hell yeah. And hanging out on Discords. Speaking of which, if you're on the Omniverse Discord, hit us up on the RPG from Scratch Laneiners board. I will be more active on there than ever because I finally got used to Discord because I had to. And Discord itself improved over yes. the course of the yeah. pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, played a couple of tabletop games on Discord this year. Did, did some Jackbox games. Oh, yeah devastatingly didn't enjoy hanging out with my friends though that was definitely yeah. very very difficult and we we used a uh, private discord server of close friends to just kind of keep up in each other's business and feel like we were we were connected and it helped a lot it helped it yeah. helped with the mental stuff a lot but it, it wasn't the same uh, although i did get to annoy my family with uh making them watch my favorite movies and doing uh, <laughs> trivia about it and i do have to say very happy. Ninety percent of my family loves Galaxy Quest now. Oh, it, yeah. it was a thing that most of them hadn't experienced, and they were like, "Why is this? Why wasn't this a bigger hit at the time?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, "I don't know." It was a decent hit. I just think it hit really well with Star Trek fans. Yeah, it, sure. it flew and, under the radar for most other yeah. people. It's, and they were like, "This was great. The cast is amazing. It's very funny." And I've been bringing it up for years, and finally, I made them all. Also, I made them watch Into the Spider Verse. Oh, my, good. And one of my aunts is like, "This is." great yeah "Yeah, dog it is stellar um i'll watch it one day what about you doug oh um yeah um (laughs) at 
at first, uh, it was that creeping dread, keeping everything down and miserable. Um, but then I started to uh, run a couple games for people over Discord. I wanted to start challenging myself because I saw, like, I always thought, like, running a role-playing game online would be difficult for obvious reasons. So I wanted to challenge myself to, like, be better at just everything. So I was like, what are things I think are uncomfortable and I wouldn't want to do? Um, how about doing a what is called a duet where you just sit across with one person? And you just one GM, one player. Ooh. And I did that. We recorded <laughs> that. That became Kate was here with me and Kat from Omniverse. Um, and it was it went way longer than we thought it would go. And it's fan, it was fantastic. It was a great experience. I did another uh, with two more people um, called uh, The Extermination. That's with uh, John Laval, who was on the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. Are, the, are these out? Are these available to listen they, to? Right, right now, they're only available on Patreon because this was these were just like me fucking around. Uh-huh. This was like an experiment. This wasn't like a show that we were going to make or whatever. Um, but we just said, hey, I, I'm, I'm not making any content, so this is something in case people want it. Um, but then uh, aside from trying to do that and trying to kickstart doing a – not literally kickstart the website, but like try and force myself to get started on doing professional GM work – I'm finally getting around to doing that. Uh, I've been doing that for a month and a half, two months, and it's been good. Um, but the other struggles outside of that was family members, plural, getting COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, some who were vaccinated and it wasn't so bad. Others who were unvaccinated and it almost killed them. And um, family drama in between. And it was awful and miserable and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Uh, so take that for what that's worth. Um, but other than that, we're finally getting around to, you know, obviously we're meeting here getting back to the things that we were doing before, which has been a really positive thing to look forward to. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, hanging out with Leo. Yeah. I, I finally feel, I think, I think we can all probably agree. We, we kind of, since the vaccine came out, since, since, mm-hmm. you know, we've been able to keep up in each other's business this whole time, the, the dread is starting to lift. Like we're, it's easier to get back on my old stuff and, and start to do work. And yeah, but there was a lot of, of skills and introspection that, like there is a silver lining in all this. Like there, there were things that I think were mined from. Let's the, hope the dread. <laughs> Let's hope. Like I, I do think there is there is a community built up now, especially with people who don't live in state that I now feel like I have a better relationship with than I haven't had in years, mm-hmm. and that's good. And also, I would like to see my sister more in person and hug her. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. I would like to do both. I would like to take the skills I learned through quarantine into my new life, and I would like that life to also mean existing in a single space with other human beings. Well, this is a good this is a good start. So, to anybody who sat through this horrible recreation without uh, without having a flashback of their own to weather, um, we're sorry if we've induced any. There's a bunch of stuff to get caught up on as far as the podcast is concerned, and we're going to need a lot of input from you. We are creating new avenues of ways for you folks to contact us, and that's going to be very important coming up because we're going to do, be doing a lot of things and a lot of changes, I, and I, I think you all will enjoy them, and it will be better for everybody. Um, first of all, Doug and I developed an RPG a little while ago, but it never got any kind of polish to it. We, we were never really to, able to get it going. I'd heard about the game Dread, and we had a lot of trouble finding it at the time. Now it's it's easier to find, where it's a tabletop RPG where you play with a Jenga tower as the primary mechanic. Things like character death are handled by the tower toppling over, and then you're out of the game, and there's other complications. We, we, and since we couldn't find it, we were like, how the hell do you play a game with that? And then we just said, well, if I had the game and I was designing it, I would do this. And Josh was like, well, no, I think you would be better if you 
over the course of like yep. an hour, finally we're like, did we just make a game? <laughs> did we yeah. just design? We don't have no idea how Dread's played, but this if it's not this, this might be something. Yeah, and, and we've since found Dread. <laughs> sure, and it's not that. It's, yeah, it's, yeah different. It, it's different. But uh, we... Well, I found Dread. <laughs> yeah. Dread 3D, the movie, go watch it. So good. Ooh. But the primary conversation was, well, what's a way to play the game with actual characters that if you knock over the tower, your character dies, but they're not out of the game. Like, would you use a ghost or a zombie or a vampire? And then we, we both had an aha moment. We're like, the thing, the thing is, it's perfect. If you knock over the tower, you are the thing. And then you, there, uh, it's a GMless RPG. There are pre-generated characters, but it is an RPG because you play to your character's stats and strength and you pick one and you you will get into character. It, it will force you to do it. <laughs> John, John Carpenter's The Thing specifically. Yeah. Yes, yeah. very specifically John Carpenter's The Thing. So we're going to release an episode on that. But what the important thing to know is we're going to give it for free out on our Patreon. It will be publicly accessible. You don't have to be a patron, but you will find it on our Patreon. Uh, we'll make a post. We'll make an episode describing it, how it's played, all the rules, and instructions on how to on how to find it and print it. Eventually, we may want to turn it into something that people can purchase in a store, or we could kickstart it or something like that. But before we do anything like that, we just want to hear if you have fun playing it, because we have a lot of fun. Yeah. Also, if you're there and you decide that you want to listen to the cutting room floor, you should do that too. So let's let's move on to that. Let's talk about changes to the Patreon. Let's do that. One of the things we want to do is we, we had a $3 tier that we never really ended up using. It wasn't that useful to introduce voting as a mechanic because we were primarily talking about game mechanics. Voting is really useful, but we need to be doing more with it outside of game mechanics evolve through testing and discussion, not through not through voting. Yeah. So it's an evolution, not a democracy. Right. So after reading articles and speaking to other creators, we're going to be moving the $1 tier to a $2 tier. And this is for a couple of reasons. The first is due to credit card processing fees. And at $1, they become a disproportionately higher amount of your contribution to us. The second is that we're going to be moving voting from the $3 tier to the $2 tier and getting rid of the $3 tier. And we've got some really cool stuff to vote on coming up that is not game mechanics, but it's more to do with the look and feel of the Patreon, the system, the podcast. We we kind of want to do merch. We made some t-shirts for ourselves a while ago, and we had a few extra, and we sent them to a couple patrons. Uh, and we really like them. We think you might like them too. However, we have a local print shop that we are very close to for for reasons outside of the podcast. And uh, they're very good people. And I went to two of his weddings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a busy guy, um, and he uh, he has a way to set up like an ad hoc online store where things can be made print to order or in batches, yeah, in batches where they you know they need to reach a certain threshold or something like that. And we feel like that's a really good way to just give you guys what you need. And we're not really that concerned about making a big profit off of these. Like we we would try to angle it towards just getting you the fairest version of it shipped. Um, because we'd like to make a bunch of these and then have you all vote on which designs you like best and give you what you want. For instance, we made after that. Uh, <laughs> also, I want to wear them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And after the Layliners episode where we had the Lockjaws uh, as a local team in, in Ishraelion, uh I made a little Lockjaws logo and we could we could do things like that. You know, you could you could you could have team hats, whatever you want. It, it doesn't cost us anything to, to set up except time. And if you're interested, we'll get the ball rolling on that. So let us know if you're even interested in that, by the way. 
I am. Or I am too. I am too. Or, or patches, or stickers, or we have a lot of potential capability. To, you know, and, and it's really stuff that we get feedback from and that people are excited about. We'll make. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. And finally, and most importantly, is that we don't run our own Discord for the community, but Omniverse, our parent network, does. And they offer Discord access to their patrons at the $2 tier. Well, we spoke with them, and they were more than happy to allow our patrons to join their Discord under a RPG from scratch Discord role so that they can interact with us on there. And conversation of this nature, waiting for posts to and episodes to be posted was a little too slow for the feedback that our listeners have been trying to give us. So Discord in this way is a better vehicle for you to engage with us and, and give your suggestions and tell us about the games you're running. So we are going to be trying to build our community on the Omniverse Discord, and you get access to it at the $2 tier. So speaking of Leyliners, um, one of the things we're going to have to do to kind of reconsolidate to get everybody back in the mix is we're going to merge again. <laughs> we, we, we initially separated the Leyliners and RPG from Scratch feeds because it was easier to have them be advertised and promoted and findable on the algorithms for their different content through Apple Podcasts and whatever search engine you use. We're not going to do that anymore. We think that the only thing that matters is word of mouth and how much you you all like the podcast. I also, I have a personal story with this. We're like, I'm re-listening to Gloomtown right now. Mm -hmm. And in between session zero and session one, we created Brookies and I trying to go back and find the episode where we actually did that in design mm-hmm. to go through it was kind of a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it was difficult. And I was like, I would have, it might've been better to just be able to go. I can, if I'm the person who skips design episodes, I just mm-hmm. can do that. Yeah. And, and especially because now that all podcast players have basically leveled up in yeah. the, in the yeah. intervening time, uh, it, it'll be a lot easier to see the thumbnail of the thing of, of the specific show that we're making uh, that's in the same feed, and you can skip it if you want to. So, do we have to change the AOL keyword, or is that going to stay the same? Um, let me. I think we can only do that through Netscape. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, we'll have to talk to Tom from MySpace about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's ask Jeeves as well. Tell Lycos to go find him. Oh my God, that was maybe the deepest cut. <laughs> All right, there. Good job, Doug. <laughs> so I've been I've been assured that this is a relatively painless process. I'm going to leave the Leyliners feed up. I'm going to add an episode. A new episode of Leyliners that just tells you if you're looking for more, go back to the RPGFS feed, and I'm sorry for any confusion. It's like a treasure map. Yeah, the world as we knew it ended. It's a new world now. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Um, it's just as shitty as the old world. <laughs> something I'd like to do, the wiki was too much work to maintain. We, we thought when we started this podcast that it would be something reasonable and feasible to just add to the things that we update every time we update the rules. It is not. It is, it is more nuanced than that. So what I would like to do is I'm just going to open it. And in addition to that, if you're wanting to find the rules on there, I am going to make the rules accessible in the format that I'm editing them in, which is a mess right now. It's a, it's it's in a spreadsheet in a Google Doc with different pages that just help me keep track of people's abilities, armor, stuff like that. So I'm going to try to make it more visible, and I'm going to make it so that all of you can see it. And if you're worried about getting a spoiler of some rule change we made for the next episode, I'm sorry. Listen to the episode yeah. first, then, if that matters. But we also know our fan base pretty well, and we know at least 10 of you really love spreadsheets. Yeah, And the other two of you will come around one day. <laughs> also, we plan to live stream again. We enjoy it. We love it. We love engaging with you in chat. Right now, it will just be the four of us and Jaden. We're going to be finally doing that isolation campaign that we had talked about. We're going to be onboarding Doug. I, for one, am excited to be at the table with Doug again in, a, in an RPG setting. It's been a year and a half since I onboarded Doug. If you no, know that's, I mean. it, was longer. <laughs> it was longer than that. Yeah, Even longer since waterboarded. But that was Doug Watch territory. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get into more details of what that actually looks like in upcoming episodes. But we're excited. We can't wait for Jaden to start handing out chat momentum again and to get you all engaged in creating things with us. Additionally, everyone who was at the Patreon tier to get a custom character, I'm going to hand out all of the forms that you need to submit them, and we're going to be using those. And then I'll be pausing the $10 Patreon tier. I'm going to remove it for a while. Uh, the reason being is because we've got a huge backlog, and we don't really have a way to fulfill them right now. But I'm going to try to, soon in the future, we're going to try to create a form where listeners can create their own document that, that will be maintained that will add to a growing document of the things that we've been doing homework on in previous design episodes, which is potions. Cursed items. Okay. Rituals. So rituals, items. magical items, and monsters. These will all be unofficial as a kind of um, McGargle compendium of things that exist so that anybody who, anybody who listens and wants to run their own campaign can just take from them. And, and anything that we think will make it into a production version of the game, we'll contact the creator about it and if there's any way to treat them fairly. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, um, everybody that did contribute, don't, please don't feel like you wasted your money. It has gone towards creating a much better studio that will allow us to get things out. And in addition to that... Thank you for all the lube, by the way. <laughs> Appreciate the donations. Yeah, tons. We're all slathered in KY right now. Way Actually, uh, I'm the one, I think, most specifically in which it's been helping. And you know what? Thank you, guys. <laughs> Not Doug, though. Doug likes it dry. I, was, I uh, know, and I hate it. A dry slip and slide. I've never it seen so it before. Much. But he seemed like he had a good time. Are, are we talking about a podcast? <laughs> yes. Also, people who have previously been at the $5 tier where you get um, the books that I've been making and PDFs of those things, I'd like to continue to do that. I'm trying to switch over from using Inkscape to create graphics and then turn it actually into a PDF from Inkscape and then use a secondary program to combine them into a book, which is way more finicky than it probably sounds like it should be. Uh, I'm going to try to be transitioning over to a publishing program, so the book should get a new look in the short and upcoming future. Let me know if you have any thoughts. I've tried Adobe InDesign, and I'm looking at a couple of others that are less expensive. But yeah, it's 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 going well, and our rule set is growing, and it's reliable, and we've play tested it. 
we haven't been totally uh, RPG agnostic during this interim. In this time, a bunch of us have actually been playing other RPGs, especially online with each other, just to kind of keep the juices flowing and, and, and having another excuse to engage with our friends uh-huh. at any opportunity. Um, did you play one, Max? I don't no, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. No one invited me. <laughs> I invited you to two specific ones. And also the Discord's been very open about, hey, who would be interested in XYZ? Also, I would like you to run one again. I think you... I'm re-listening to Gloomtown. Holy fuck, dude. For a first-time outing, yeah, you got a triple on your on your first at bat. Like, fuck Thank you. you. I'm, I'm kind of pissed about it. I've never felt more uncomfortable than being a GM. But really, you it. did a great job. You, I don't you think you've awesome. done enough in your yeah. life. Yeah, <laughs> Is dude. that the most uncomfortable you've Oh, I'm a you've very been? lucky person. <laughs> no, that campaign is gangbusters, tonally. It's a Coen Brothers movie as an RPG, which was obviously maybe not the thing that you wanted to do to begin just, with, every, but you hit it eventually. Every game I've ever played, you're always fighting against people who also know how to fight. So I'm like, most people in the world don't know how to fight, right? What One of our patrons put it really well by yeah. saying that um, this is actually a really good one-off early-level campaign because all of the factions were well-described. They all had problems that were easy to improvise off of. Like you, and They had, had memorable characters. So well, great job, Max. You knocked it out. Who'd have thought one of the yeah. bad storytellers could also be a good GM? But it was also a thing that were like, the stakes feel... The stakes are downplayed... And then the more you get involved in the story, the higher the stakes become. Like, there are rising stakes. Mm-hmm. But Max does a really good job of making sure they're at the bottom of the barrel. Like, this is a nowhere town. You're not even there to really fix a problem. You're there to make this guy shut up. And then you realize, like, oh, no, there actually is something going on here. Oh, no, there's something going on that's very like pretty bad. We've solved it. Goodbye. Like and it was yeah it's it's really snappy it was really good good I'm glad thank you everybody what about you Liam uh, I ran a game in our system and most people had a really good time and it was super fun to come up with a bunch of stuff that I think I will eventually end up shoving into the game proper um, you use that lube we bought oh yeah and then I'm right now in the middle of a not even in the middle I'm in the one fifth through the way of Curse of Strahd. And the amount of friction I have against 5th edition right now yeah. is increasing every time we play. And this, like, is not to, this is not to get on anybody who's a fan of 5th edition. Oh, no. We, we, we've played it. It's, it's a there's, fun game. There's things I love about it. And, and a, a lot of the adventure paths I really enjoy. But there's definitely specifics of, like, this ability or this buff doesn't work with all of your attacks. They don't work with cantrips. Or this isn't an attack spell. This is a spell with a saving throw, so this doesn't work with it. We had a 25-minute conversation about why that wasn't true the last session we played. And we're like, why? Why did you do Because even if you just made the thing tr- like If Hex worked for cantrips, it would be good, not broken. Why did you have to specify that it doesn't work that way? Is it for something else? Could you have just made it that specific? I don't know. Fifth edition streamlines a bunch of really fun stuff. Makes cantrips a thing. Makes spellcasters feel really good. I like advantage being rolling 2d20 instead of sure. a flat. Oh, that's such a beautiful thing. But there's a lot of the stuff. Pro- the problem is that's a, such a huge buff. Oh, my God. Or, it's a, huge, or a huge detriment oh. that, that trying to make it fit with everything actually is rough. Makes, it makes things feel weird sometimes. Keith 
Keith as a barbarian in that. Keith, uh, the player of Nesbit, Nesbit in from our Leyliners. Leyliners. Um, yeah, Keith has a has a Loxodon who's a giant elephant man. Keith now has 18 AC, a plus six to hit. Hits for 2d6 plus six base. Mm-hmm. This is very early game, by the way, if these stats don't sound impressive. Yeah, uh, <laughs> at, at level three, it's kind of nuts. And he can trade... Nets armor class, right? Yeah, he can trade his... Uh, he can trade an attack bonus for extra damage um, at any time. So if he's flanking and he's rolling with advantage, he takes a negative five to gain five damage. Mm-hmm. Anytime he reduces a opponent to zero hit points, he gets to make a free attack. You're allowed to split your movement up as much as you want throughout your turn. So he was doing like 46 damage a turn or something stupid last game. And I'm like, even our caster blowing everything all in one go cannot do 46 damage in a single turn. Also, they have less HP. Also, they have less movement. Also, they don't do it. Like, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where, like, we should have just made two clerics, five dunkles, like, and three dunkles. <laughs> we, we would, <laughs> we wouldn't have, there would be nothing to worry about. It's like Doug in a hallway. That's it's true, like Doug yeah. in a hallway. <laughs> That's true. Grandin. Grandin, yeah. I need to, I need, I'm. I have, I had a lot of mixed feelings about that game. I know I didn't. You expressed like, them well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was, because it, it's like, on one hand it was fun, but on the other hand I just kind of stood there. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I played a take at Gloomtown and I loved it, just because yeah. I knew how much of a pain in the ass I was. But it's but it changed since then. Oh, yeah. Know, so it's, um, yeah, and even in re-listening, I decided to re-listen to Gloomtown because I did not want to listen to my own voice that much. <laughs> like, I don't yep. know if I'm going to re-listen to Agnes's Ashes anytime soon. Yeah, it's, it's obnoxious hearing yourself talk. I mean... Well, some people really like it. I definitely talk a lot, and then I edit myself talking, so I'm used to it. But yeah. like, you, it'll make you really self-conscious about the way you speak. I will listen to me be Ned all day. I think I did that all right, oh, and Ned. then everything else I will quite like. I will second guess immediately. What about you, Doug? Yeah. Um, so you've already you've mentioned uh, Kate was here, but let's yeah. let's get into uh, uh, at least some details that are non-spoilers. Um, Kate was here was the first time I tried a different system. Uh, I actually experimented with Fate Accelerated mm. for that. It was not a good fit. Really? <laughs> I think Fate Accelerated, or even Fate in general, I mean, it works, um, but not for the style of game we were doing. We, I was I was going for something kind of realistic. At- the, the idea was... Build, atmospheric? Yeah, like build, build a character that seems like a real person. No superpowers, you know, no whatever. Fate is not good for that. Fate is seems much more well-suited for experienced RPG players um, and a world that has some kind of superpower, sci-fi, something a little bit larger than life because there's a lot of abilities that you're supposed to make up on the fly, like mm-hmm. as per the rules. And when you don't make up abilities because you're a standard human being you know, with no fighting skill, mm-hmm. um, half the game goes out the window and there's no real structure to it. I, I do have a question. Yeah. Um, because now I definitely want to listen to this very, very badly. Uh-huh. If if Kate was here was a video game, would you would you roughly categorize it as a walking simulator style game or or something? I would I would say more like, like one of contract. the Telltale games. Way, oh yeah, definitely. Okay, so uh, what's the one with the the? Don't guess too many. You might get it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's a sec- so can you describe it's a secret RPG yeah it's a surprise RPG where when when Kat and I sat down to play it I knew what the story was and what she was going to go through 
And I just said, make a normal human being. And she's like, well, aren't you going to tell me, is this a horror story? Is this sci-fi? Is this? And I say, no, because in a true cinematic experience, the character doesn't character doesn't know. And if you want to go on that journey and feel those feelings the way, like, you know, someone does uh, go in blind. And and that made it a a crazy, awesome experience. But we kind of had that in spite of the limitations Mm -hmm. of, of the mechanics that were given to us. That sounds like such a fun experience, especially in contrast to my experience with Curse of Strahd right now. Oh, I got plans for other surprises and other surprise RPGs. So I, I'm sure you know I, I, we could even do a you could do a surprise RPG using anything. We could use we could do one using the mechanics of, of this oh, game yeah. that we're making. Sure. So it's just it's just a concept in terms of like if, how you approach a story. If you need someone to be very dumb and do one of those i am available at any time well speaking of which doug has done two more since then right yeah and we switched i switched to the open d6 system Uh, um that was way i mean way more my speed way more streamlined closer to ghostbusters too which if you're if you haven't listened to it it's on it's on the omniverse feed ghostbusters resurrection doug gms which means Ghostmasters in that system (laughs) and uh and yours truly is on it and it's a it's a blast we it's it's the most popular show that we're on basically yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like i want to start making more things that aren't ip related so you yeah know, but it still is like the most popular one but whatever um uh oh ghostbusters is popular who would have yeah. thought well you know uh but yeah going to the open d6 system was way better um and, and what, are, what are the names of the other twos that of the other two that you've uh recorded uh the extermination and the one that i just recorded that we're actually going to Intentionally, we did it with the intent to turn it into a show. It's called Walk in the Park, um, and that's in editing right now. I got there's there's a lot to go through with that. Oh, right <laughs> it's, on. It's not going to run as long as some of these other ones. It's actually probably only going to be a handful of episodes, but there's going to be a lot of post work on it because we're going to try and make it for public listening. So, in addition to that, you've been doing something else. Yes, I've officially become a professional GM. And Doug is fantastic. Me, He's me, a fantastic yeah. GM. I, me, like, I wouldn't him. know yet, and yeah. I'm very angry about me, it. <laughs> <laughs> meaning, meaning I'm not just for hire. That is true, but it's like, no, money has already been exchanged. This has been an ongoing thing. So it's it's I, I, I've been doing it, and it's uh, been one of the most rewarding things ever. It's like, you know, see, see, Dad, you can't make a living. <laughs> it's like playing playing games with friends. Um, not really. Uh, <laughs> um, yet, <laughs> yeah. But no, but it's but it was it's been great because it keeps I like it. Uh, it's it's been keeping me on my toes in terms of like just keeping the brain sharp and finding constantly being challenged to like okay here's your deadline we're gonna play on this day well we have to make these encounters we have to do this we have to make everything has to continue going and going and meanwhile I'm thinking about other games I'm playing with friends you know and uh, it's it's again this past year I I tried to make it a thing where I stretch myself as thin as I can go in terms of like. GM work, not just professionally, but even just among friends, like trying to expand my skill set. And it's been very rewarding in that sense. I'm really excited to get this ball rolling again. Could you use Scrabble as a combat system? Yeah, yes. of course. You throw it. and You turn it into like uh, one of those... Uh, I mean, you lay uh, out your words and then your points is how much damage yes. you do. Yeah, yeah. You could 100% do that. I, I, I can see an anime being based on that I mean, really Oh, easily. for sure. You could make paths or classes where you get bonus... Like, rather yeah. than have the board decide if your you bonuses... Yeah, yeah, your your class would design your bonuses. You want? Do you want to make that game? Yes, I do. We could do that in four days. Not right now. I don't. <laughs> Not right now. All but right. we'll do it later. So, uh, as for me, I've been playing Pathfinder with a group I've been playing with for over a couple of years now, actually, uh, of Pathfinder and Starfinder, and I've enjoyed them. And, and 
you who've listened to the podcast already know this. I've talked about it, and I just kind of kept up those games for a while until recently, and been having fun with it. Haven't really been able to engage with much else. But as far as the games we do play, uh, I know we mentioned that we're going to do the isolation campaign. That's which means that Leyliners is going to be put on hiatus for the moment, out of necessity. Not just because of COVID, but because John and Savannah, uh, also as Obed and Gaylene, are having a real-life baby. And this baby is due later this year. So we are applauding them, and we can't wait for them to eventually get one night a week off. (laughs) If you don't know this, which they'll call in and say, you know what, we're just going to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) From what I hear, babies are an awful lot of work. Can confirm. Yes. So, So we're very excited. And we'd also like to get, of course, Nesbitt back as well, which is our, our good friend Keith. But we're not going to wait for that. We're going to start streaming. We're mm-hmm. going to have a good time with all of you, and we cannot wait. So that's all the big stuff I have for today. And we just want to close out by saying that we we love all of you. We have not forgotten about you. Thank you so much for caring enough <laughs> to come back mm-hmm. after this time and check out episode 50 and hear what we've got to say. We cannot wait to show you what we've got. Please get on the Omniverse Discord, find our channel on it, and on come there. hang out with us. That's right. Dr. Uh, Professor. Dear my one fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard you. I'm hanging I'm out. hanging out. Hang out with me. I'm hanging out in the toys. You want to come talk about toys? Check out the Omniverse on Patreon. You can find their Discord on omniverse.media, or I'm sure you can find it on their Patreon if you just go to Patreon and type in Omniverse. Uh, great folks there. Kat is still our resident den mother and has done amazing things for us. So thank you, everybody. Can't wait to talk about what we've got coming up. And until next time, stay safe, stand watch, and get a full rest. We love you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 